You're listening to Mitnick's Monthly Brushstrokes, a podcast on the art of outsmarting, the fun part that sets you apart. I'm Keith Mitnick, author of Don't Eat the Bruises, How to Foil Their Plans to Spoil Your Case. For more information, please visit keithmitnick.com. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about gaps in treatment. Anybody that does car crashes knows full well one of the defense's favorite tricks is to drag out a calendar that shows on a given year a bunch of dots that shows where your client went to the doctor. And then they'll pull out the next calendar year and there'll be virtually no dots on it except one about two weeks before trial. And you know what's coming. They plan to pull that out and show how you went to the doctor and then you quit going to the doctor for almost a year and just so happened went to the doctor right before the trial happened. And all of that shows nothing other than you can't be hurt very bad because we know when you were hurt you went to the doctor and you must be better because you quit going to the doctor. And boy, isn't it suspicious that you decided to go back to the doctor right before trial. That's the old gap in treatment that we all know so well. This is a way to take it away. And it's based out, again, of simply tapping into knowledge that pre-exists in the juror's mind, and you're simply bringing it to the surface so they can refocus and see through the unfairness of the gap in treatment. And it goes like this. First of all, ask if you can borrow their board. Say, I'd like to, do you mind if I use your calendar board over there with the gaps? And the defense doesn't know what to do and why you'd be taking it. And it's usually a bit of a high drama. And I've never had them say no. So you pull their own board out in front of the jury. And you say this. You see all of those dots this year? You know what all of those are to one degree or another? What they represent? They represent my client left her office, drove across town to the doctor's office, checked in at the front desk, then sat and waited and waited to get called, looking at the same old magazine that was there the visit before with Brad and Angelia on the cover. And then finally gets called, and the nurse takes her back and weighs her again and asks about her vitamins and medications again and takes her into the room, and you would think, gosh, now finally the waiting's over, but it's not. It's another 10 or 15 minutes if she's lucky before the doctor comes and she's looking up at the wall at that diagram of the body and the nerves again saying, where was it he showed me my herniated disc is. Finally, the doctor comes and the doctor goes about whatever business he's going to do and then he leaves, but she's still not done because she has to go back to the front and check out. Is she done? No. She still now has to drive all the way back across town to her office. And by the time she gets back to work, she has spent about a half a day on that single visit. And every one of these dots you see on this calendar year represent that kind of a black hole of time-eating inconvenience. Why? Hope. Hope for a cure. Hope for a cure is motivating. People will miss time and time again when there is hope for a cure. But what happened about a year out here? 
she got the bad news from her doctor that she had reached what is called maximum medical improvement and had a permanent injury. Just simply a fancy way of saying there's no more hope for a cure. So what did she do when she got that disappointing, heartbreaking news? She went back to the business of living her life. She could not take a half a day off over and over to go to the doctor's office once the hope for a cure was gone. She got back to the business of leading her life. And you don't have to take my word for it. Now you pull the second board. You can see here, once she got that news from the doctor, she didn't just run back and hang out at the doctor's office to try to build a lawsuit up. She went on with her life. And then about two weeks before this trial, she went back to the doctor because we told her to go back to the doctor because he's going to be a witness in court and he needs to be able to examine her and update to make sure there has not been any change and you're going to hear in the evidence there has not been. And perhaps she was hopeful that maybe something news come along, which it hadn't. So there was no hope for a cure. So I say to you, when we look at this board and the defense is going to talk to you about gaps in treatment, I say, what gap? Now, in conclusion, why does that work? Because you have taken the reality of what really happened. Your client didn't go to the doctor to set up a lawsuit and then stop going because she got better. She went when she hoped she could get better. When she learned she couldn't, she did what a rational, reasonable person, responsible person would do. They bucked up and got on with their life. And when the jury hears that, in the reasonableness of getting an update with the doctor so he would be informed before he comes to court, all of the ugly sinisterness that the defense wants to spin will spin out of their hand and into yours. For more information, please visit keithmitnick.com.